Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jesse is a friend. Yeah, I know he's been a good friend of mine. Lately something's changed, it ain't hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl and I wanna make a mind. And he's watching her with those eyes. And he's loving her with that body. I I just know it. I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late late at night. You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I don't really know the chords here. I'm just singing the chords. Why can't I find a woman like that? Get on Tinder. I'll play along with the charade. Right. This was the 70s. 80s. It doesn't seem right. to be a reason to change. Here we go. This, this line's good. You know I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Yeah. There aren't many songs. Have moot. Moot. Moot in them. Wanna tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Yeah. And she's watching him with those eyes. Yeah, you, bet, you better be And it. she's loving him with that body, I just, just know, know it. it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late, late at night. night. You know I wish that I had Jesse's girl. I wish that I had Jesse's girl. Yeah. What's her name? Um, It's not important to him, is it? Yeah. He's like... That's odd, isn't it? Yeah. It's but odd that he's in love with a girl and he never says her name in yeah, the she's, song. She's defined by the man. Why can't I find a woman like that? Yeah. Like, well, what's her name? Well, maybe if you humanise... Like, maybe if you humanise her... Yeah. ...buddy, is her writing this song which, which kind of makes her chattel of Jesse. Yeah? Maybe you'd have a bit more luck with Jesse's girl, the eponymous... Jesus, this guy needs to grow up. <laughs> uh... How does it start? <laughs> Jesse, Jesse is a friend. He's always been a good friend of mine. Lately, something's changed. It ain't hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl, and I want to make her mine. It's yeah. like it's quite cocky from the hip, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he wants it. Badly. I miss eighties songs. What do you miss about them? I like, you know, they're I quite like brash. They're brazen. I just like that you, you kind of you hear the song within ten seconds. You know what the song's about. Yeah, I want this. Yeah, and yeah. and it's one of those things where everyone has wanted to boff their mate's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It's the universal themes in music that are always... You know when you go, oh yeah, I've been there. Like, oh, I've, I fancied my friend's girlfriend. Yeah. You know, or like, uh, you know, Adele, like leaving an answer machine message. Hello? Yeah. It's me. Right. We've you all got, done that. We've all, it, yeah. Although at no point in the song does she leave like the seventh message. Do you know what I mean? Hello? It's me. I, th- I was in the shower and I thought I heard the phone ring. I thought you might be calling me back. Yeah. Is that, did you, was that you? A bit more angry. Hello, it's me. Listen, if you're just out with my best friend, tell me. Yeah. Just tell me. I'm okay with it. I'm over you. 
hello, it's me, I've packed up all your stuff and I'm going to burn it unless you call me back. Right. Adele's a little bit unhonest in that song. Yeah. But my point... What's your point? ...is the universal themes. The feelings that we've all had. Yeah, you can't do a song... Where we go, oh yeah, totally, I've been there. Yeah, you can't do a song that's commercially successful if it isn't general. No, I mean, no, no, do no I don't about, mean general, no, I mean, no, no. You can't no. do a song about dogging, for example. <laughs> no. You can do a song about dogging, you can... No, but... You can take that to a record company. I'm talking about universal theme. Go, I'm they, talking they, about... Hang everyone's, on a everyone's not going to go, oh, do you know when you pull into a lay-by and, and sad people are watching other people have sex in cars? There, there no has... No one's going to, you know, back that song, are they? So I take your point. There has to be a universal theme. Like, so it's always... A, a great pop song is a song where you kind of go, oh my God, how had that not been written before? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're like, oh yeah, you know, like even that, you know, whether it's Bruno Mars or or Sting or mm. whatever or anyone you go oh yeah that's yeah I've felt that but it can annoy you though because it seems like it should have been written before like yeah it's a bit like I came up with the idea of Shazam do you know Shazam what the uh, the 90s movie where Shaquille O'Neal plays a genie <laughs> no uh. but I want to go back to that no okay. Shazam the app where I think you, that might have been Kazam oh Kazam no, Shazam, I came up with the idea of Shazam. Like, you didn't come up with the idea for it. You thought that would be cool. No, no, I came up with the idea Mate, of it at remember, least five years before it I came remember out. being a kid. I was like, that would be great. And I was like, I knew how it would work. I oh, yeah? How does, so how does, how does Shazam work, Tim? Well, you, you, you have a database of songs. Mm-hmm. And you have an algorithm that identifies songs very, very quickly. And you just record it. Bam, bam, spum. And then it goes, oh, this is the song. It's linked to iTunes. Buff. What a business. It's just I didn't have the tech heads you on board. No, what you or, mean the, that, or the startup capital. What you mean is that you're not smart enough to do it. You sat in a pub and you heard a song and went, I wish there was a thing that I could do that would <laughs> tell me what that song was. Which is yeah. a thought that everyone has had. See, that's maybe a universal theme. What's yeah. that song? Right. There must be some more universal topics that maybe we can try and write a song. Right. That has everyone's felt it. Right. That haven't been written. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, like, you see, this is the hard part. This is the bit. This is this is the hard this part. Is, you know, we're at the cold face of creativity right now. We're, we're just trying to come up with something. This is how this is anything. how most co-writing sessions that I've been in have <laughs> really? gone. Yeah, really? so just kind of go. Oh yeah, it's what about? Um, it's a great, great idea. My um, old managers called me up once and went, "Hey, uh, we've uh, sent you a song. Check your email." Right. And uh, and then we were wondering if you'd fancy singing it. And I went, I don't want to do that, like sing songs I didn't write. And they went, wait till you hear it. <laughs> right. right. And honestly, the song just went, mm, she liked driving in a fast car. She liked driving in a fast car. <laughs> Which actually, it was, it actually sounds quite good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as good as that. Maybe it's way ahead of its time. But it was like, it was basically saying that my girlfriend's like a fast car. Right. It was a bit weird. Is that she got curves like a limo limo. Oh, right, okay. She got a body like Mercedes-Benz, baby. Okay. And then they went, how'd you feel about singing that? And I went, that sounds like the worst thing that's ever happened to my ears. And, you, and then they, and then they you, dropped they, me from their roster. And that song, as we all know, went, went very went far. Went on to be a big Went hit. very far. Yeah. So, you know. Um, okay, so here's something. Okay, universal theme, right? In a rela- Okay, here's one. Relationships. Everyone likes relationships. Yeah. Right? How about this? How about I'm not sure if I still love you? <laughs> right? That's that's got to be worth, what about a, that? worth a crack. That's not there's no one no. There's no song. 
But yeah, it's got to go on then. You know what though, with the magic of the guitar go on. and the magic of our brains. Mm-hmm. When we when we started going out two years ago, ooh, ooh. you were really funny and cool. Ha, 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 ha. But it's been two years mm-hmm. and now your stuff's all in my house, mm. and I'm and we you've run out of amusing anecdotes of things that you've done in the past that are funny. <laughs> And then you go, hey, did I ever right. tell you about the time that I did this? And I went, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, you got drunk and fell asleep in a KFC toilet. It was funny, but this is the third time you've told me. Right. Right? How about we have some sex tonight? Mm. I go, well, to be honest with you, we know each other's moves. Right. We know each other's moves. We have run out of stories, run out of mystery. It's all very predictable. we <laughs> We're having perfunctory sex now And when it's over I wonder how much longer till I can just go to sleep We're staring down the barrel, staring down the barrel of life But the truth is I'm terrified of being alone And I look at you as a reassuring flotation device in life Let's be honest, if we could push a button And we'd never know each other And we'd never even met But we'd avoid all of the pain of a breakup We'd both fight to push that fucking button first In a fucking shot Cause I'm not sure if I love you anymore I'm not sure if I love you anymore Sounds a bit like Billy Bragg Yeah it's a Billy Bragg song and I don't know if I love you But the government's here to tear us down <laughs> right. All the tabloids, baby, are reading their lies Broadsheets are owned by Murdoch and that right. No, I don't know if I even love you anymore Oh, hello My name is Billy Bragg Billy Bragg, yeah yeah. Ho- hole in the market may, may Hole in the market for just, you know More nuanced songs about miserable shit Yeah Approach Anyway, I haven't said hello yet Oh, hello uh, hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday the... How many days are there in February? 28 oh, or 29? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I don't know how many days there are. Hang on. Calendar. Hello and welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast for Wednesday the 1st of March. March. In the year 2000... 2017! Time marches on. Man has a March hair. Yeah. The March Larch. Yes. What's that? It's a bird. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Excitable Boy podcast. How are you guys? How was your week? Uh, Oscars. Yep. Let's get that out of the way. What happened this week? Yeah, because we all know. Oscars. <laughs> yeah. A film one and then another film one. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't matter. Yeah, right. It's fine. It's a bit reductive. So firstly, um, that film won. Yeah. And La La then, Land won. And then, it, but it didn't win. But it really won. Come on. It didn't win, did it? <laughs> it didn't. Well, no, it didn't. But like, you, they can't be really upset because everyone's a winner. As soon as you get nominated and you get a few Oscars, it's all a bit Yeah, fine. but you're, not still, because, you're still not the winner. Well, like it's 90, David, 95% of people that went lost. Yeah, but like, yeah, for, yes. But David Chazelle won Best Director. Uh, for La La Land, and then um, who's the, who directed uh, Moonlight? Uh, uh, Foster McCarthy. No, no, no. Yeah, no, it was Giles anyway, Pentons. No, Giles no, no. But anyway, the director. Do you know what's interesting guy, about really the guy young. who directed it? Is it's a name I've been saying as a fake name all my life, Barry Jenkins. 
Oh, it's Barry Jenkins. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. His name sounds, is. Um, we say Barry on this show every a lot, week. A lot of the time, yeah. And I always say Barry. I've said Barry Jenkins since because it just sounds like a fake name. Barry Jenkins. And it sounds like a, 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 it sounds like someone who should have a like a grease stain on his vest. Yeah. And he's actually a very suave, beautiful man. Yeah, no, he he is a suave, beautiful man. Uh, it sounds like an aggressive kind of alcoholic, you know. I just no, I just think Barry Jenkins Barry. is the guy that sits outside the pub at eleven a.m. with yeah, a pint. Yeah, yeah, with a bit, with a stout, and he's this very yeah. gorgeous man. He drinks slowly. Yeah, he's got, got horn rim glasses and wears nice suits. He's oh no, re- no, yeah, he's reinvented the word Barry. He is. He's given. He's reappropriated. He's given it. A, I mean, how many? What Barry Chuckle? Yeah. Barry Moore. Michael Barrymore. Michael Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. That's yeah. not her first name, though. No. Um, who else? There aren't many famous Barrys. Gareth Barry. Yeah, Gary Barflow. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, good for him, Barry uh, Jenkins. But uh, okay, here's my question: Is why is every award ceremony in February? Right. Why? Why is that? Um, because why? So this month, Brits, Oscars, Baftas, Golden Globes, Grammys, and then Grammys, the Grammys. All right. Independent do you, Grammys, you know. Well, the, Where, music, the music ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why is it all in February? Why don't they spread it out so we can have like one every other month? And you know, like, you know, like when it's your birthday and you celebrate five days afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Yeah. Elongate your birthday. Yeah. Why I, don't they do that? I think they just want to get it done in, in a flurry and they do it in like as a climax. Yeah. Now it's, well, now we're, we're going towards the, you know, Transformers summer. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Now we're, now we're going more. We're, we're going back to Shia LaBeouf. Now Shia LaBeouf. What, now it's back to the Hollywood blockbusters. Oh yeah, yeah. Away from it, okay. No offense to the Oscars, right? But the films are too serious. It's just like, oh, and here's this one, and, and then well, everyone's well, struggling, and well, then they're not allowed life, in that's there. That's life. <laughs> and then they're. Hang on. What do you mean they're not allowed? They're not allowed in there. They're that's, not. They're, they're, no, that's what every serious like race film. film. Every race film ever is just they're not allowed in there. And the nominee for Best Picture. Yeah. They're not allowed I just know that that's the race film. Like when it's 12 Starring Years a Slave. Or is it The Hurt Locker? Yeah. Or uh, Moonlight. I just yeah. know it's, hey, they're not allowed in there. Right. But then someone... Gets in there. Paul Giamatti's going to come along and sort <laughs> and, it out. And open the yeah. thing hey, to get in there. Hey, don't go in there. And once they're in there, then... It's not okay. The stakes, don't. stakes are, go up. Uh, what are the other? I didn't... I You know, La La Land is about how much white people love jazz. I get it. <laughs> Comedy doesn't seem to be recognised as art when it comes right. to... So what would be your film? Uh, film about bonobo monkeys. Just what would be f- my comedy? Bonobo monkeys just fucking each other for three hours. Yeah, with... Um, to Benny Hill music. Yeah. <laughs> your film. <laughs> what, what would be, be your film? I don't know. If I wanted an Oscar. If yeah, I wanted an Oscar... No, no, no. I, if you, you're going to redefine how Oscars are won with a light-hearted comedic romp. Yeah. What are you going to do? I, I'd probably try and write a nice rom-com. Right. Two people who meet on an app. All right, okay. Right? Right. And then, but they know each other in real life. I know that's just you've got mail, right. isn't it? Um, <laughs> um, what happened this week? Um, I had to square up to a guy in the pub the other night. What? Have I told you about this? No. Um, I I was in a pub the other night, and I had to, like, I had to bang my fist on a table and have a go at a guy. What? It's like the first a- time I've ever done it in my life. First time I've ever had to square up to someone like a like a western, like a standoff, right. you know. When everyone in the bar stops, looks around. Are you, yeah, I, I, I just get the sense you're embellishing right now. 
Everyone stopped and looked. Yeah, and right. the the guy playing the upright piano stopped. Yeah, yeah. Everyone playing yeah. their cards stopped and looked over their cards. Yeah, the guy who had his fist in the glass yeah. cleaning it. Yeah, he stopped. Someone spat in a spittoon. Yeah. The music went do ba do ba do do ba do. Yeah, um, I was in the so pub. What happened? What happened? I was in the pub. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a guy there who was quite aggressive. Right. He what seemed- was he doing? He was, well, one of my friends got up to go to the toilet and we, he was at the table next to us and there was like a bunch of cushions that were on in between him and us. Mm-hmm. Some of the cushions fell onto his lap. My friend apologized and the guy just aggressively like pushed the pillows back. Didn't make eye contact, just pushed the pillows back onto my friend. And right. I was like, okay, that guy's got some issues. Yeah. He just doesn't like pillows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then he said to the barmaid, he went, how'd you, he said, how'd you spell guffaw? <laughs> And she went, and the barmaid went, G-U-F-F-A-W. And he went, well, yeah, that, and that means like a faff, doesn't it? When you can't be bothered to do something, it's a guffaw. And the barmaid went, no, means, I think it means when something's a laugh. It's, it's you laugh, you yeah. guffaw. It's you a guffaw, type of yeah. laugh. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, I'm pretty sure it means like I can't be bothered. Right. And meanwhile, he, he's got his laptop open as well. What did he ask? Well, it's 10 p.m. at night and he's like doing work on his laptop. Yeah. So he's in the pub. There's just something going on there. And I was like, well, why is he working in the pub at 10pm? Maybe he's locked out his house. Right. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, also, he's got two access points to the internet. Internet. He can genuinely just look up Gafour. Yeah. And find the answer. And he starts sort of, not arguing with the barmaid, but like, questioning her. Right? Being right. like, no, I'm pretty sure Gafour means this. Right? It means when you can't be bothered. And she, I, she just kind of goes, okay, or, or maybe it means that too. Just doesn't want to go. Right, yeah, yeah. She, she just doesn't want to have to say you're wrong. Yeah, because she wants his money for beer, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, my friend goes outside on the phone and on the phone to his girlfriend, and I gesture. I go, and after a while, I go, "Hey, where's where's he gone?" And then my other friends go, "Oh, he's on the phone to his girlfriend." And I point to the door where mm. my mate is. Yeah, and I say, "Hostage situation, right?" Because he's gone outside to talk yeah, yeah. to his girlfriend on the phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I, as I pointed at the door, I was pointing at the guy. Yeah. The angry guy. And then he just goes, you pointed at me, you fucking cunt. <laughs> and then everything stopped. Should I have given a warning there that I was about to say the C word? No. Go on. But he really landed on the T. Right. Of cunt. Right. You look at me, you cunt. And I went... You're, and you all sat down basically, by, basically, by no, cushions. Basically, no, I started... I, I went into like... Ac- I, I just started... I went into like an act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the inside of my head went, I want to go home. So you overcompensated how? I've, I, I panicked. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. My gut instinct was run away. By the door, right? So yeah. You, you didn't have a route. And I also I had two friends next to me who were men. Mm-hmm. So he was outnumbered. Yeah. Right? You didn't piss yourself. He was outnumbered three to one. You didn't piss yourself. Three to one with a four outside. Um, Answer the question. You didn't piss yourself. No, I didn't wet myself. You didn't shit yourself. No. Do you know why you but my animals heart, do that? My heart immediately went... I could just feel my heart in my throat. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to get in a fight. Yeah. So I don't want to get in a fight. I don't know how to fight. No, that's fair. Do you keep your thumb in the fist or out the fist? <laughs> what is it? When you go in a fight, what is it? In or out? Are you really Insies asking? or outsies? Are you really asking? Yeah. Outsies. Because otherwise, if it's in, you break, break your, your thumb. thumb yeah. So outsies. I feel this is very self-explanatory. If you just make a fist and look at it, just imagine it. Okay. Well, I don't know. I've never, I haven't thrown a punch since I was 12 years old. Right. Um... And I was at a mirror. I won. And I won. <laughs> and you won. Um, uh, and this guy goes, you pointed at me, you fucking cunt. Mm. Uh, and I just went, I froze, 
paused and I looked at him and then I did like this head tilt like I was in a western. Right. This was all just like I was just it was all autopilot. Mm. Right? It was all it all feels like a blur. It all mm. happened so quickly. Sexy. I tilted my head and I went bit sexy. I went I'm talking about my friend who's outside. That's why I pointed in your direction. Oh wow. I'm not pointing at you. Wow, you held his gaze. Right? Held his gaze. Right. And then I went and don't you call me a cunt. Oh, hello. Eye contact. And he looked back at me and I could feel all my friends went, oh God, right? Even though, and that was the other thing as well, is I felt like they really didn't want to get in a fight mm. as well. They were like, well, if, if he swings at Josh, we're just staying out of this. <laughs> right? Yeah. And he stared back at me. Basically, my I, it, 10% of me, and that's a lie, 4% of me was like, wow, you're really doing this. Well done, you. Yeah, yeah. And the other 96% in the back of my head went, I want to go home and have a cup of Horlicks. Right. I want to go home and get in my bed and call mum. Yeah. I want to go home and get under the bed. Yeah. You know? I want a hot flannel on my belly. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, and, he, <laughs> and he looked back and he went, oh, I'm sorry, I apologise. And then he packed up his laptop and like walked out of the pub. There we go. Because I was get... like, because he was bigger than me as well. Yeah, but you did have friends behind you. Yeah, but... Let's not forget. Lest, us, lest, lest we, we forget. forget. Good. Yeah. Good, good for you. I know, I stood my ground. You won your balls You're back. You're proud of me. I am proud of you. Are you really? A reasonable amount. How much, how proud? There is pride now. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know what, the old me... When there wasn't The old any. me would have backed down. Right. Or, or would have laughed along with him, gone, ah, this is my mate, sorry, I didn't mean anything. Oh, yeah, okay, can I buy you four pints? Yeah. You know. And this time, stared him in the face. Right. Made my serious face. I couldn't have scared him. I'm not threatening. Right. Look a bit like if Morph and Rufio ran at each other very quickly. Right. Um, so uh, I think it's only a matter of time before I get in a fight. Statistically, like, that is true. Like on the train the other day, I was opening a can of beer and it spat. That's illegal. No, no, no. On on Overground train. I was opening it and it's... Well, sp- that's and, rude. And, and the beer spat out and speckles hit this guy and maybe his baby. And I'm not entirely sure if it hit his baby's um, cherubic face. <laughs> I'm not sure if I spritzed his baby with Heineken. But the way he turned and looked at me was very uh, sharp. And I had to diffuse that situation pretty quickly. Did you just offer the baby a sip? No, I just went, I'm sorry for doing that. I apologise. I sincerely apologise. And he backed down and went, it's all right, I like beer. <laughs> and then I uh, left the carriage. <laughs> And I left the situation. Hang on a minute. Where was, this, the, where was this train going? It was going out to Kent from London. And you're on your own? On my own. And you're drinking beer alone on the train? Yeah. Okay. Well, well let's not go of, into what that means. Why, what's wrong with drinking a can of beer on the train? What can? Was it one of those Polish ones? No, it was a, it was a uh, Cronenberg. Just, okay. Just standard. Okay. What? I, I can have a beer at 11 okay. in the morning. <laughs> on a train going to Ashford don't you start I've got enough people having a go at me for it <laughs> oh. was your fiance there? no I was on my own I told you I was on my own what time of night was it? Um, it was oh like oh my god it was the middle of the day wasn't it? <laughs> it was the middle of the day you were in jogging no, no, bottoms no. no it was like 4.30 he didn't back down he felt sorry for you probably he saw someone in a hoodie with with Jogging bottoms, drinking a can of lager at midday yeah. on a Tuesday. Bleary. I look bleary. Yeah. And yeah. he went, eating eating hot Sainsbury's chicken out of the bag. Right. And he went, oh, gosh, it's not worth it. He saw you crunching up Pringles and sprinkling it on the chicken. Yeah. How many beers in were you? 
Um, just a couple. Oh God, Tim. And I just took Tim. it. I was like, I'm sorry. And he was like, yeah, it's all right. And I was like, uh, I, I didn't get you, did I? And I cried. <laughs> I wept. <laughs> I wept by the toilet. All right. We're going to take a short break here before we do the letters. Yeah. So let's. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. See what there is this week. All right, we're back. Superb. We fully endorse whatever product that that was. Mm. I'm guessing it was either a car or maybe another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do the letters. Every week you can write into the show. EBP at excitableboypodcast.co.uk. Any problem that you might be having, write in and we will answer those problems for you. We will help solve your problems. It might be a work-related problem like... Oh, God. You started sleeping at work because you got chucked out of the house by your wife. You brought your duvet pillows over and you made yourself a little den. But then Malcolm the boss comes back for a late night party with some workmates and he busts out some coke. You hide under the desk in your little bed. Your little makeshift den they haven't noticed you yet and you hear Malcolm starts holding forth on all sorts of things he has no real knowledge about and then he gets to you he gets to you and says I really want to bang his wife I want to bang his wife and Malcolm he keeps talking and talking like that and you get very angry and suddenly you go surprise fuckers surprise fuckers and you leap out from your little den under the desk and you clock Malcolm in the face you're rolling round the floor drugs go everywhere You're rolling down the floor, rolling round the floor. Because your sleeping bag is still kind of horribly wrapped round your ankles. It's, it's kind of humiliating, like like you've had to run out of a toilet mid-poo. It's kind of still there, 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 at the bottom of your feet. And it's the spare bedroom bedding as well, so it's a little bit musky. And it's like an, it's a bit of an out-of-date design on the duvet, on the sleeping bag, like a Welsh flag. Mm. You know? You know yeah. when you see an adult and they've got like a, a, a flag as their pillowcase? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, dude, that's not okay. And then a brave soul called Paul rips you away from Malcolm and says, Leave it, it's not worth it. We're just having a bit of fun. We're just having a bit of fun. It's just work, Benz, mate. So you clock him in the face as well. He starts to escalate uncontrollably until eventually you get sent home to the house that you got chucked out of. And guess who's there? It's Malcolm. He's banging your wife. The end. Right into the show. Right into the show. That yeah. sounds like a thoroughly horrible situation. Yeah. It did remind me of something that you once told me. Right. Uh, but uh, should we finish the songs first? Right. Maybe it's a relationship problem. Like, should we go up a key? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. You go from 
for a date with a lady called Pauline It's all going fine, it's all going fine And on about the third date she tells you that she really likes the film Tron Where they pretend to go into a computer and they solve all sorts of riddles and puzzles She leaves it just like that and then the fourth day you go back to hers and she goes, what if we try and get inside the computer? And you think she's joking, but she actually tries to get inside a computer. She brings in a laptop and goes, get in. I don't know what to do. She goes, let's augment our reality. She puts on a VR headset oh, and punches you in the groin. Why? She, I have no idea. Maybe she's traumatised in some unknown way. But write into the show. See if you want to go out with her still. Well, maybe it's a sexual problem like... Your asshole's tight. Too tight. There we go. That's, uh... <laughs> How can it be too tight? Well, for objects. Well, see... Oh. For objects. Can you still poo? Seek medical well, yeah, help. Yeah, no, I mean... Seek could... medical help now. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, for... Um, for, for... If that reminded me of something that you... I thought you might be... Maybe were drawing on a... Maybe we're drawing on a real-life experience there, which is that you actually did get fired from a job for, for sleeping. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I did. I did. But I wasn't... Yeah, I, I did sleep on the job. I, I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show, have we? I'm not sure. Um, can you just tell everyone what happened quickly? Well, I left university and I was um, working in a... Uh, as a filing clerk. In this a ba- sounds like the start of a Prince... A yeah. shit Prince song. <laughs> in a basement. I left university and um, I was working as a filing clerk. Was, when Mary right. walked in Good. with another vanilla dress. And uh, I was working in the adoption archive, so I was just counting off, like, files and stuff. It was just me down there in this musty basement. It was just me down there in this musty basement. And, um, you know, one thing led to another, and I thought, do you know what? No one's checking on me. I think I'll go to sleep. And they caught me, and they went, Hang on a minute. No, 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 no. So you were working in an adoption agency. I know. I was working for the council. Okay. They had an adoption archive of files. Of all the adoptions that yeah, ever they're taking place for over the last 50, 60 years. Okay. Like it was spanning back towards the war. Okay. But it was all unkempt and not in order. And I had to check what was there, what wasn't, what was damaged. That was it. But it was just me. And occasionally some other temp. Hang on a minute. Okay. Uh, for the sake of the listeners. Right. You slept on top of filing cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how many filing cabinets were there? There were loads. It was, it was like, you know Indiana Jones, at the end of Indiana Jones? Yes. Where they, you know, they... They pan out they and pan it's a massive warehouse shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, all the, just all imagine the... that, but with me on top of one of the stacks. Just having a little snooze. <laughs> having a snooze. Um, okay, next question. Da, 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 da. Sleeping on the job. Okay, let me ask, uh, next question is, how did you get comfortable atop those filing cabinets, Timothy Dubry? Well, you kind of do a thing with your coat, then you probably get a scarf, bundle it up, make a makeshift pillow. Uh, then you fold your arms into your hoodie, uh, whack your your hoodie over your head to provide extra insulation, and off you go to Snoozy Town. Okay, and how many times did off you... Off you go to Snoozy Town in your big balloon. And how, <laughs> and how many times did you do this? Many a time. How many? Did oft. you lose count? I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, oft. How long are you working there? Uh, <laughs> about two months. Oh my God. Two months. Okay. They, they caught me and I begged for my job back. We're not at the end of the story yet. First question is, um, what hours in the day did you sleep? So usually I'll get in, do an hour, probably start sleeping at 10 in the morning because I'd be hungover. 
I was like 21 and then I'd sleep for a couple of hours, get have lunch for an hour and a half. <laughs> Seriously. And no one was checking on me until they I mean, there's just adoption files. They're not going anywhere, are they? No, they're not. They're not. And, uh, but it was like it was very, you know, it's one of those things where it was like a minimum wage job and no one gave a shit. And it was also that one of those times yeah, where... Yeah, you know what though, Tim? That's not a reason to, to not try. No, it's true. It's true. I agree. Okay? I agree. There are plenty of people who would love a minimum wage job in this country and right. you have one and you're abusing it. No, I had to take two buses to this job and it was... In, I basically spent all my money traveling to it and on my lunch and I really didn't have any more money after, after those expenses were paid. And then, uh, so I thought, you know what? Gonna be 18 till I die. Gonna have a snooze. Oh, got caught. You're fired. Okay, next question is, um, how did you get caught? I was asleep on top of the cabinets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that if you were getting away with it, how come one day you got rumbled? Well, my boss walked in and she went, Tim, can I have a word? <laughs> and that was really much it. What, she walked in on you asleep? Yeah. So, so she woke you up? So basically, but I roused as she walked in. And uh, I knew uh, I wasn't long for that job. And what did she say? You leave me no choice. You went, am I fired? No, she said, yeah, you've got to let you go. She did it in a nice way. Like, no one ever says you're fired. They just say, we've got to let you go. Like, they're, they're holding you back and they're mm. letting you go to a better future. Mm. Which, in this case, it was true. You were literally sleeping on the job. Yeah. 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 Snoozing. Mm-hmm. Catching some Z's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the taxpayers' money. Right. I just want the listeners to well, know that's that. That's true, actually. On the taxpayers' yeah. <laughs> hard earned right. buck. Right, I didn't think about that. You were taking yeah. their money. Their council tax. Their money! Right. And catching 40 winks. You know, I, I don't regret a thing. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I and, just want for the record. Yeah, but look, one of life's great success stories, guys, is if you do go to a job where you fall asleep, you can still end up having your own middling podcast. Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have been told by our legal department to say that we are not trained advice givers and any advice that we do give should be taken in jest. I think I could do one of those adverts. adverts. Mm-hmm. Listen mm-hmm. to this. Well, I have been told by our legal department to say that we are not trained advice givers and any advice that we do give should be taken in jest. That's not bad. That's not bad. And they usually speed that up as well. Yeah. In post. You get quicker. Yeah, look, I can read out this first one right. in that style. Right. Dear EBP, what advice would you give to someone who has never been abroad? I'm finally taking a holiday this year and I wanted to be somewhere amazing. On a side note, I've never been on a plane, but thanks to you, I'm already scared of flying. Do you have any tips? Right. See? I like it. And I got the information. There you go. I got the information. <laughs> should I do it? Should I say it slower? Yeah, go on. What advice would you give someone who has never been abroad? I'm finally taking a holiday this year, and I want it to be somewhere amazing. On a side note, I've never been on a plane, but thanks to you, I'm already scared of flying. Any tips? Right. Well, there's two questions. What? Uh, what advice would you give someone who's never been abroad? Uh, hold on to your wallet. Right. And don't eat in the town square. Mm. It's good advice, right? Don't, why, why not? Why? Why? I you know, like understand. you hold onto your wallet because you get ripped off in the town. No, square. because tourists, people who've never, they're always the ones who get their wallets nicked, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I was just walking through the train station, looking mm. at a map. <laughs> Someone asked me to sign a petition, and then my wallet was gone. Right. So you got to learn the methods. Yeah. Right. Hold on to your wallet. Don't eat in the town square. Why not the town square? Because that's going to be where it's you know Stringfellows is. Do you know what I mean? Well, Even yeah. if it's like rustic Italy, the town swears that that's where they're hoping the tourists go. Yeah. You know? It's like everyone aims, everyone aims for the bullseye, you know, when okay, they go on holiday. Yeah, yeah. That's just good get, advice. Yeah, let's just get to the middle and we'll eat there. Yeah, wear shorts and sandals. Mm-hmm. All that the always, time. That always goes All the time. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, argue. Yeah. Argue loudly in public about the direction in which you are heading. And walk along thoroughfares and stop suddenly to look at shit. Love yeah. it. Advice for flying, I'd say uh, put your phone in a waterproof bag oh, and um, take a Valium. <sighs> 
Listen, my fear of flying shouldn't disrupt you enjoying the miracle of being in the air. Because statistically, it's absolutely fine. You might love flying. What I do is, when you're on the runway, just before they hit the thrusters, just say very quietly to yourself, I'm not in control, I know I'm going to die. And as the thrusters kick in and you start barreling along the, the runway, mm. you'll either be suffused with peace or terror. So anyway, to recap, as you're barreling down the runway, just know that you're doomed. <laughs> either then or in the future. And once you know that, once you give up <clears throat> trying to survive, you can then enjoy your life. Next letter. <laughs> Dear EBP, my half-brother just started a Kickstarter to help fund his travelling around. Lots of travelling. <laughs> people going on holiday this time of year? No, I know, but like what he's saying is... Dear EBP, my half-brother just started a Kickstarter to help fund his travelling around the world. He's phrased it as a trip to broaden his experiences and his mind. But really, it's a fucking holiday. He keeps asking me when I'm going to donate money. And my answer is, as soon as I get paid. Even though the real answer is, go fuck yourself and pay for your own holiday. What are your thoughts? Should I tell him he's ridiculous? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just started a Kickstarter campaign to go for a meal on Saturday. (laughs) Hopefully I'll hit my target. I mean, that's fucking bullshit. I mean, what? Kickstarter's yeah. odd. It is weird. No, but, but you get kicks, You have to sell the idea. Like, if you're creating a, a piece of art, or if it's like a creative endeavor, it's slightly different. Or if it's for charity, or whatever it is. But if it's just, no, I just fancy a holiday. It's weird, isn't it? Fancy on a holiday. Yeah. You, tell him to go fuck himself. Or just donate a penny. Just donate something sarcastic. And then see how he reacts. <laughs> uh, we've got two left. We've got two oh, more. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh, Dear EBP. For our first birthday together, my girlfriend bought me a blender and then brackets Nutri-Bullet, at, which is a type of blender. A Nutri-Bullet? A Nutri-Bullet. Right. What's that? I don't know. Okay. For our first birthday together, my girlfriend bought me a type of Nutri-Bullet and a collection of frying pans. I might be reading into this a bit too much or being overly sensitive, but don't those gifts seem to be a little thoughtless and basic? I was expecting something a little more romantic. Oh, that's nice. Uh, no, it just sounds like she was running through Asda and panic bought you something. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Well, she got you practical things. A blender things. and some frying pans. Well, what that means is the blender means get into shape. Right. Right? And the frying pans mean means cook me some dinner. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're very thoughtful gifts. Maybe you don't eat enough fresh fruit. No one likes getting an appliance for their birthday, though, do they? I love getting... I'd take an appliance. I saw someone with a... Uh, oh, something practical. You shouldn't have. The other day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one. Those are great gifts. I think as you get older, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I, when I, you give up. No, but I think it's, you know what? I don't need to go to Paris, but that George Foreman grill is going to get used every week. Right. You know? Yeah, I want to grill my tuna steaks. You know, Not a euphemism. I'm gonna, I want to grill my tuna steaks. Mm. We don't need a long weekend. Come on, I get it. We'll go, we'll drive. The drive will get awkward. We'll listen to music that you don't like. Mm. We'll get there. The place will be cold. The, the, the Wi-Fi won't work. And the conversation will be like, what's the matter? Nothing. What's yeah. the matter? Nothing. And in two hours, it will be something that, yeah. that just didn't surface at the time. Yeah. That's you held it. on you to it. You don't need that. You held on to the resentment for two hours. Exactly. You, had to dig for the, you had to dig for the reason. Yeah. Why are you, what, you seem grumpy. No, we'll yeah. talk about it you later. You don't need that. We'll However, talk about it later. We're on a train. We're on a train. Do you know? I don't want to talk about this right now. See? Don't <laughs> no. do that. That's, that's romance. That's modern romance. You know what? I will take the clear nasal passages that are afforded to me by the gift of a dehumidifier. Right. Nothing says I love you like appliances, I think. Who doesn't need a hairdryer? 
Well, mm. you don't. I don't. But like, yeah. you know, I, I'd take Thanks. a. I'd like a hairdryer as a gift. Mm. That's a good gift. Are you going to use it every day? Uh, I mean, one of the best gifts I ever got was a a Wi-Fi um, booster. So I plug it in between the router and my bedroom. Holy shit. It was one of the best gifts I ever got. I use it every day. No, it wasn't. It wasn't wasn't one of the best gifts. It was. Now my internet's even faster. Brilliant. Yeah, okay. Well, you've convinced me. Yeah. And you know what's better than that? Money. That's the ultimate gift. Cash. Just cash. Free money. Yeah, cash. Why is it bad? and uh, and a blowjob. What? I'd, I'd take, the, I'd take the money. I'd take, if I had to pick, I'd take the money. money. Yeah, no, no. I think money's the ultimate birthday gift, personally. And Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. Um, or um, sea monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, to answer your letter, uh, okay, yeah, it's slightly unromantic, but, you know, it's free stuff just because you didn't die. So get over it. Yeah. There's no expectation on birthday. I mean, what did he want? What did he want? What kind of thing? I don't know. Like a weekend in he, Paris? He wanted some razzle-dazzle. Yeah. You want to go out and have a meal, or go, or go. Oh, where are we going? Blindfolded. Where are we going? No, you wait, wait. You're gonna love it, and then you oh, take it off, and then you know it's yeah. a blender. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I think that I find that odd that people expect gifts for anything that they didn't really accomplish. Do you know what I mean? For example, if you ran a marathon, mm. I'd be like, you'd be. That's a good time where people go, well, well done, you trained, you, you accomplished something, mm. here's a gift for doing it, you've earned this. But just because it's your birthday. That's why I didn't get you anything. No, I didn't get you anything. Oh, no, no. I did get you something, didn't I? You got me tickets. Tickets to what? Bush. Oh, yeah. I got you tickets to see your favourite band, Bush. <laughs> they're not my favourite band. Um, yeah, they are your favourite band. No, I grew Admit up with Admit it, them. they're your favourite band them. of all time. But I saw- You said to me that Bush were more important than Nirvana. I saw Gavin Rossdale. And then Rossell. I said, I said, what personally for you? Like, what? How yeah. you were, att- were attached to them emotionally? And you went, no. What they did for music was more important than Nirvana. And it was criminal how they were never revered in that light. You said that to me. That's verbatim. Yeah, yeah. That's that is. You're right. That's that's. Yeah. I'm quoting you directly. Yeah, you are. Last question, dear EBP. I'm a man who has always wanted to. This can't be real. Dear EBP, I'm a man who's always wanted to get his navel pierced. Should I do it? I have no idea why I'm asking you to. Right. Why does he want to get his navel pierced? Because he thinks it's cool. Get it done. Do it. Get do what it you want, it. mate. It's your body. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Pierce that belly button. But it's quite against the grain, isn't it? Like, you don't often see... You don't see a man... Actually, no, you do. You no, don't... you double take a man with a pierced belly button. But if that man has gone all in on other things, you could probably... You know, you, you, it's safety in numbers, isn't it? So if you kind of got your ears pierced, your eyebrows pierced, your tongue pierced, then your navel pierced, everyone's like, oh, he's covered in metal. But if it was just your navel... And, you know, nothing else. I think we need to bring back the, the belly button. That's what the navel is, right? Yeah. Yeah. We need to bring back the belly button piercing, I think. Because mm. it was like a, it was proper, it was a proper, like, I remember when I was a kid, all, all my older sister's friends were getting their belly buttons pierced. Yeah, it was a big thing. And it was like. It was all kicking off in the 90s. Yeah, you had to get it done. Yeah. You know? It was a rebellion, a little bit of rebellion. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, I'm going to get a tattoo of a clef, a treble clef. Or... I've actually got that. Have you? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the show. Do right. it. Get the piercing. If it's going to make you happy, do mm. it. Yeah. And also, it's a great place for a piercing because no one's going to see it. Yeah. You know, unless you like, you know, you show off your midriff. Crop top. Yeah. Unless you're doing that, uh, which if that's what you want to do, do it. Do what makes you happy. I say so. I, I if it's not that. at the expense of other people's happiness, you mm. should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I think that's a good message to leave your life by. Lead... I think that's a good message to lead your life by and a great way to end the show. Yeah. Do Thanks it. for listening, guys. 
Take Bye. care of yourselves. Bye. This has been the Excitable Boy Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm disappointed. And we'll see you next week. Here comes the theme tune. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.